Okay, so we're going to talk about Ray Kurzweil. Ray Kurzweil. Have you ever heard of Ray Kurzweil? Type in 2045 on your Google search bar. Now, there are many things that come up in your Google search bar, but if you go to YouTube, actually, go to YouTube and type in Ray Kurzweil 2045. And let's talk about this. Be, be prepared to be blown away. Okay, I don't know if you can hear, but I'm in actually in the conservatory. It's number two, r- number two room for the Green Sunrise Podcast headquarters. Here we go. Now, Ray Kurzweil. Now, if you want to spell it, it's Ray as in Ray of Light and Kurzweil as in K-U-R-Z-W-E-I-L, right? But it's pronounced Kurzweil as in curse, as in a curse. And while, as in while I'm waiting for you to hurry up with this bloody episode. Right, here we go. How was your mental health today? I'm hoping that this is going to give you some uh, blocks in your day to find to find out something new. You may have heard about this guy, Recursfile, right? You may have heard of him before. Uh, but I'm going to go through what he does. And then we're going to look at the, the mental health impacts and how he can help all of us, really. So, uh, I typed in uh, Supernova Conference Antwerp, Belgium, 2018, and uh, Kurzweil being one of the leading minds of artificial intelligence, technology, and futurism. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh, AI's taking over. Well, actually, it is. AI's taking over. But let's get ahead of the game. Let's, let's look at what AI can do for us in the meantime, until the robots come and take, take over our jobs and we are working for them, right? But until that time, don't be don't be scared of that. Working for a robot, nothing can go wrong with that. It's, it's probably better than working for the, your boss that you've got at the moment, eh? Unless you're, you're your own boss and uh, you make up all the rules, you might be a wee bit peeved at having to work for robots kicking about, right? So let's, let's jump into this, man. So, Ray Kurzweil uh, is a renowned American author inventor, a futurist, and a computer scientist. He is known for his work in fields such as artificial intelligence, machine learning, and transhumanism. Scary. Kurzweil is the author of several books, including The Age of Intelligent Machines, The Singularity, Singularity is Near, and How to Create a Mind. These books explore topics related to the future of technology and human-machine integration. He is a strong advocate for the concept of the singularity, a point in the future where technology progress accelerates at an exponential rate, leading to significant changes in human society. Kurzweil has received numerous awards and honours for his contributions to technology and futurism. Now, while uh, I couldn't find any information on the Supernova uh, conference in 2018 in Antwerp, uh, there are there are questions I need to ask about Robert Kurzweil. Now, how can he help? How can he help us, uh, our humanity, to combat mental illness? Right. So, as much as Ray, Ray Kurzweil. His work primarily focuses on artificial intelligence, technology, and futurism. 
Uh, he has made a significant contribution in those areas. While he is, may not be a clinical psychologist or mental health expert, I mean, who actually is? His work in technology and futurism can directly impact the field of mental health in several ways. Now, let's look at these ways in which he can help, right? Advanced diagnostics, right? So early uh, detection, right? Kurzweil's ideas uh, and work in artificial intelligence and machine learning can contribute to the development of advanced diagnostic tools. AI can analyse vast amounts of data to identify patterns and anomalies in individuals' behaviours behavior and health, potentially allowing for error detection of mental health issues. Okay, so that's number one. So it's advanced diagnostics and error detection. So that would help with mental health because uh, sometimes it takes doctors or hospitals it takes them a wee bit of time to actually get a diagnosis of a certain condition that you may be going through. So this, in a sense, would obviously be really great for humanity, eh, for that sense. Because until you know what's wrong with you, there's nothing that you can do, let's be honest. Number two, let's go back to, let's go straight to number two of the reasons why this can help us, right? Telehealth and virtual therapy. Have I heard of that? So Kurzweil's work in technology could help advance telehealth and virtual therapy options. Now, virtual reality, for for instance, can provide... ...a complete and utter hard-on for people that don't want to go outside and live with other people. But until then, let's get to the next bit. Here we go. So... Straight into telehealth. Let's go straight to the definitions of telehealth and the applications of telehealth and virtual re- virtual therapy, right? So, first of all, telehealth and virtual therapy are healthcare services that leverage technology to provide medical and mental health services remotely. These approaches are numerous advantage, especially in the terms of accessibility, convenience and safety. Here's an overview of telehealth and virtual therapy, right? Here we go. So... Definition of telehealth, short for telemedicine or tele, uh, sorry, telehealthcare, refers to the use of telecommunications technology to deliver healthcare services remotely. This can include mental con- consultations, monitoring, and even surgical procedures conducted via video conferencing, mobile apps, or other digital platforms. So, applications. So, the telehealth can be used for various medical services, including primary care, specialist consultations, prescription refills, and post-surgery follow-ups. Now, what's the benefits of this? I hear you add. I hear you ask, sorry. Is accessibility. It makes healthcare services uh, accessible for to individuals who may have limited mobility or live in remote areas. Convenience, patients can consult with healthcare providers without the needs of travel, saving time and money. Reduced transmission of illness, telehealth reduced the risk of exposure to contagious diseases, making it particularly relevant during epidemics like, obviously, COVID-19. Remote monitoring, monitoring, 
Uh, it allows uh, for the contagious, sorry, for the continuous monitoring of patients with chronic conditions, helping manage their health proactively. Now, what is the virtual therapy? Now, let's look at the virtual therapy definition. Virtual therapy, also known as online therapy or teletherapy, is a form of mental health counselling provided through digital platforms. It enables uh, individuals to receive therapy or counselling services from licensed mental health professionals over the internet. Applications Virtual therapy is suitable for addressing a wide range of mental health concerns, including anxiety, depression, stress, relationship issues, and more. Now, the benefits for this is accessibility. People can access therapy services from the comfort of their homes, uh, eliminating geographical barriers. Uh, I hear 15 minutes. Is that coming in? Never mind that. Privacy. Virtual therapy provides a degree of privacy and confidentiality for individuals who may be concerned about stigma or personal exposure. Uh, flexible scheduling. Virtual therapy often offer offers more flexible scheduling options, accommodating individuals with busy lives. Choice of therapist is also a benefit. Uh, online therapy allows individuals to choose therapists from a, a broader pool of professionals as they are not restricted by geographic location. So anyway, the both telehealth and virtual therapy have gained prominence especially in response to COVID-19 pandemic uh, which highlighted the importance of remote healthcare options. These approaches can complement traditional in-person healthcare and therapy services, offering more choice and accessibility for patients seeking medical or mental health support. However, it's essential to ensure that the providers and platforms used for these services are reputable and follow ethical and privacy guidelines. Now, let's get to... So we know what that is now, right? Let's get to where we're talking about... So number three, personalised treatment plans, right? Now, he's okay with telehealth and virtual therapy. I think it's quite easy to work that out, right? Just means, and, and to, to kind of work that out, it just means that you can do this with your home, right? Stuff that you can do from your home, and you can use these services and not, not having to get out, get out of your home and go and travel. But never mind, 50-minute cities... Are, are coming in, so you'll be all right. You'll be all right. Fifteen minutes cities are coming. Uh, you'll be working uh, for the robot. They get you'll be you'll be working for the robot, and everything will be based on a, a scoring system. Uh, I hear China's involved, but never mind. We'll not talk about that. Anyway, personalized treatment plans. Number three, through the use of AI, personalized treatment plans could be developed, taking into account an individual's unique genetic, environmental and lifestyle factors. This could lead to more effective mental health interventions. Okay. Uh, number four, accessible mental health resources. Kurzweil's vision of exponential technology growth could make, make mental health resources more accessible and affordable. Apps, chatbots, and AI-driven platforms could provide an on-demand mental health support to a wider audience. Reducing st- number five, reducing stigma. 
technology can help reduce the stigma associated with mental health issues. Kurzweil's idea on the integration of technology into daily life could make it more socially acceptable to seek help and support for mental health challenges. Brain-Computer Interfaces Kurzweil has been involved in the development of brain-computer interfaces, which could have applications in mental health. Uh, These interfaces could enable individuals to gain more insight into their own brain activity and potentially learn to regulate it, which could be useful in treating conditions like anxiety and depression. It's more to note that uh, Coswell's work is often speculated and forward-looking and the practical applications of his ideas may take time to fully materialise. Combating mental health issues uh, in this complex and multifaceted challenge uh, that that requires a multidisciplinary approach involving clinical experts, policy makers and technological innovators. While technology can play a role, it should be integrated with a comprehensive mental health strategy that prioritises patients it prioritises patients' well-being, ethical considerations, and data privacy. So look, that's that's Ray Coswell. If I was you, uh, Coswell, I'd definitely uh, Google him, go to YouTube, uh, and yeah, I think we can we can say that. Uh, do you know what? I'm going to go and do a wee bit more research on the guy, and I'll hit you. I'll hit you back with more information. If not, by the way. Have an excellent day. Green Sunrise Podcast absolutely loves you. And uh, there is a few more uh, Green Room green room Studio events coming up. Uh, we're just getting them tied up and they will be with you soon. So I'm looking forward to doing those and I hope that you can get involved. Thank you so much for joining the podcast today. Have an excellent day and we'll speak to you on the beach. Bring your own time. Right, okay, whilst you're getting your towels ready and you're going, you're coming to meet me on the beach, let me think, let me give you a wee example of a wee bit extra for this Ray Kurzweil uh, episode. Have you ever actually seen pictures of Ray Kurzweil? He actually looks like Rick Moranis, the guy, the guy from Honey I, Honey I Shrunk the Kids. He actually looks a wee bit like him. <laughs> I was just looking at it, I was like, actually, I should have done that first. I should have done that first, and uh, I, you can kind of get who he is. But here, here's an article, right? Whilst I was doing my wee kind of homework on Rick Kurzweil, here's an article from 2000, May 30th, 2017, believe it or not. So six years ago, right? Just over six years ago. Six and a half years ago almost, right? Uh, eight staggering predictions from Ray Kurzweil, right? Now, again, again, based on time, this is six years ago, right? So just imagine this. And it's by a Monica Hunter Hart, who works for Inverse Science, it's, or the science section of Inverse, which you can get inverse.com, which you'll get on, online, uh, www.inverse.com. And it's, it's a remarkable wee, uh, wee website there. Obviously, this one's about science, okay? But this is how it's headed, right? Eight staggering predictions from Ray Kurzweil. You'll never die for starters. Here we go. 
Ubiquitous Wi-Fi access. Ubiquitous Wi-Fi access. By 2019, almost everyone will be able to access wireless internet from almost anywhere on Earth at all times. That's because, as Kurzweil describes in the 2005 book, the singularity is near T-S-A-I-N. We will have very high bandwidth Wi-Fi internet access woven in our clothing. So, right, now we're, we are on 2023. So that was quite clearly one that he got wrong. Uh, anybody knows anybody. We, we, we're arguing about what the, what's better, 4G, 5G or 3G, right? We all know 5G is the way it has to go, right? But when it comes to Wi-Fi access, <laughs> I'm afraid if you go into any busy place and I've got Wi-Fi access, it's usually pants, right? Now, uh, whether you can actually get anything from it, I don't, I don't know. But usually when I've been to a few places all over Scotland and you, and you ask for the Wi-Fi access, they give you the Wi-Fi access for free and it's pants. It really is. It's crap. So I don't know if that's getting to do. I don't know if... if we can get from anywhere on the earth. I honestly believe that's crap. Uh, places in Scotland, uh, you will not get Wi-Fi. All right, so uh, that's just one thing that you could maybe say. Number seven, right? An asteroid won't kill us, right? Now, this is probably true. Within a few decades, space technology will be able to fully protect Earth from asteroids' collisions. We don't see a large asteroid visitor on the horizon. Uh, he writes in the TSIN, I think this is a TSIN is in the universe, or, or in inverse, sorry. Uh, and it is virtually certain that by the time such danger occurs, our civilization will readily destroy the intruder before it destroys us. So that's, yeah, I'll probably say that's probably right. Number six, working from home with VR. Now, we're almost there. We're almost there. And it doesn't give you when. This is by... I think this is by 20... It just says... Just, this, this is just for the future. It just says... Usually it'd be 2045 or 20 whatever. But it doesn't say... But it says... Within decades, virtual reality will be fully immersive, uh, making physical workspaces obsolete. Which is, by the way, that's happening. Uh, We're all tele, uh, telecommute to work and populations will become more decentralised because we won't need to live in any particular location for our jobs. This is true. I've got a few bankers that do that and I've my sister and family works for the NHS. They can work from home as well. So, yes, I'd probably say that's a bit true. Uh, this, is also somewhat, uh, this is also somewhat to alleviate threat of terrorist attacks. Mm, I wonder where they're from. Now, number six, don't worry about disease. Wow. Most diseases will go away by the by the 2020s. Uh, we'll be able to reverse engineer... Oh, by the way, so 20, 2019 with COVID. Uh, oh, hold on. Let's carry on with this. Right, okay. 2021 was terrible with COVID. Anyway, look, but anyway, most diseases will go away by the 2020s. We'll be able to reverse engineer the brain to fix neurolo neuro neurological issues. Now, this... That, uh, so, ex... Oh, the thing is, excluding... Alright, okay, hold on. So, excluding Parkinson's, Alzheimer's and strokes. Nanobots uh, will not only exist by then, but be smart enough to combat disease better than our current medical technology. We really need something for Parkinson's and Al Alzheimer's uh, and strokes. 
if they can do that, then they'll be very. But obviously, this is excluding that. So when I read that, I thought yeah, I need to tell tell the guys this. And anyway, moving on to number five, uh, virtual reality. Reality equals reality, right? Uh, by the late 2020s, it will be impossible to distinguish reality from virtual reality. The implications of this are endless, but one of the things Kurzweil mentions in a TSIN is how this will affect your sex life. Wow. In virtual reality, he writes, we can be a different person, both physically and emotionally. In fact, other, all other people, such as your romantic partner, will be able to select a different body for you than, than you might select for yourself, and vice versa. People won't need sex dolls to sleep with Scarlett Johansson lookalikes. Wow. Wow. Well, I'm, I'm quite happy where I am, but, like, I'm, wow. There you go, that's, that's, another, that's another fascinating and massive, massive staggering uh, prediction from Ray Kurzweil. Moving on to number three. Uh, no, sorry, number four. Actually, let's get... Hold on. Right, so number five is virtual reality. Number f- let's go to number four. Number four. Uh, computers surpass humans re- really soon. By 2029... Now, bearing in mind, this was wrote in 2017. 2017? 2017. This... Uh, we're now sitting on 2023. By 2029, a computer will pass the Turing test. What's the Turing test? The t- Turing test. Hold on a minute, hold on a minute, let's pause that. What, what is the Turing test? Let's, let's see what that is first of all. The Turing test is a measure of a machine's ability to exhibit intelligent behaviour indistinguishable from that of a human. In this test, an evaluator interacts with a machine and a human without knowing which is which. If the evaluator cannot real, re- reliably differentiate the responses from the machine and the human, the machine is considered to have passed the Turing test. Oh wow, every day is certainly a skill day. So let's get back to let's get back to the staggering, staggering, staggering predictions from Ray Kurzweil. Here we go, number three. Humans humans become machines hold on a minute so the computers surpass humans really soon and then the humans become the machine oh I suppose that would make sense so by the early 2030s still got seven years to go by the by the early 2030s technology will be able to copy human brains and put them into electronic mechanisms that means no more flesh blood or bones, just a scan of your computer on the machine and will enable humans to take any form from a box to a bird. Wow. It also also means that the human won't die in any traditional sense and that it will be indefinitely, sorry, sorry, infinitely replicable in the TSIN Kurzweil says our immortality will work like a computer software. (laughs) Oh my God, man. Uh, When we change from an older computer to a newer one, we don't throw all the flies away. Rather, we copy them and reinstall them into the new hardware. Oh my fucking world, man. Are you absolutely mental? 
Is this crazy? Is this? I suppose it's a, it's, a, it's a staggering. It's a staggering. Uh, this is absolutely staggering. Number two. It gets even better, Barry. Number two. Earth will be made of computers sometime past. 24, there's that 2045 again. Sometime past 2045, our planet will be entirely made up of computers, with the exception of some nature reserves for the vulgar Phoebians, Phoebians, Phlebians, who want to live in a, in a natural state. Fools. <laughs> it actually says fools. <laughs> Oh, somebody was phoning me there, so I'll need, I'll need to get back to that. But we'll, we'll do that in a wee second, okay? We'll get back to that in a minute. Uh, number one, the universe. And let's get this to that. We'll finish it with this, right? Because I know we've already finished. I know you've listened to my dulcet tones enough. You're probably thinking, is this guy for real? Or is he part of the AI movement? Number one, the universe will be a supercomputer. By 2099, machines... I'll be dead by that point. But... Machines will be creating planet-sized computers and eventually we'll make the entire universe into an enormous supercomputer. Fingers crossed that a rogue humanoid doesn't destroy the whole thing with a virus. Oh my god, go to the related tags, bots and AI, and I've just, I've just typed on bots. No, do you know, that just scares me. It just scares me. I don't even want to read that. I don't even want to read that. But it is, at least it's up to date. You've got stuff up, it's up to date. 27th October, uh, 2023. Uh, Boston Dynamics creepy robot dog can now talk thanks to ChatGPT. Oh my God. Everybody loves ChatGPT. If you don't know what ChatGPT is, Google it. It's brilliant. But anyway, uh, it's like I'm sleeping with the enemy. Uh, every time that I, that I type in ChatGPT, it's like I'm sleeping with the enemy. Uh, my love life's not going to get any better, actually, if I keep talking about ChatGPT. But do you know what? It's it's there to be used. Use it and abuse it and and, and, and all that jazz. Have an excellent day. Uh, I, hope I've, I hope I've cheered you up by telling you the supercomputers are taking over the world. Uh, but look, that's 20, 2099. 2099, we'll all be dead. So don't worry about it, all right? Uh, I, suppose it's, I suppose it's a fear for our children's children and our children's children's children, so I do apologise if that's going to affect them, but I won't be here, so what's the fucking point? I hope they're still listening to this podcast, though, and if they are listening to this podcast, please share it out with your friends and family, and by the way, if you can donate, or not donate, if you can help out with 1.99s per month, please do that, you will find it on my socials, the link bar for uh, Spotify for podcasters, and it, and it helps to, to pay for, my, for me living, actually, because I don't have a job now, but that's okay, we'll, that, we'll, we'll sort that shit out. Alright, have an excellent day. Quinnitongo loves you and all that. Beep! Hello everyone. Thank you for joining us today. We have an exciting opportunity that we'd like to share with you. Imagine having exclusive access to a world of knowledge, entertainment and much more. All for just £1.99 per month. With your support... We can continue to provide with... Oh, for fuck's sake. Take two. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. We have an exciting opportunity that we'd like to share with you. Imagine having exclusive access to a world of knowledge, entertainment and much more. All for just £1.99 per month. 
With your support, we can continue to access... Oh, fucking done it again.